0: And there, upon that giddy, swaying strand, we faced bare-handedly a monster so fearful and ferocious that I would willingly have challenged a pride of lions, armed only with a pea shooter, if I but had a choice. Now did I truly have reason to regret the loss of my sword? It had been only a flimsy dress rapier, and not my mighty two-handed broadsword, but in such a predicament. I would have felt myself fortunate to be armed even with a dagger. As for the thing I faced and must fight, words alone cannot convey its frightfulness or ferocity. Imagine a spider grown to the proportions of an elephant, and you will have only the faintest conception of the multi-legged horror that loomed before us. The Exauf was unspeakably repulsive and loathsome to the sight. Its cylindrical body was encased in a horny carapace of slimy, glistening chitin as tough as armor plate. This oily thorax terminated in the obscene bulge of its abdomen, which hung down beneath it, the egg sac hideously bloated and swollen. Like terrene spiders, the exof has eight jointed legs clad in greasy chitin, terminating in multiple claws, and it hung aloft on these towering skeletal limbs, glaring down upon us with eyes like clusters of black jewels, eyes aflame with cold ferocity and mindless lust. The stench of the spider-thing was overpowering, a sickening reek of decay and corruption like an open sewer. But what made the exhaust so loathsome was that it was snowy white, a repulsive albino thing, its stalk-like legs and bloated belly. Shaggy with stinking white fur, bespoiled with oily droppings. Its face was a monstrous mask of indescribable horror. It bore not the slightest resemblance to the face of beast or man, bird or reptile. It was a shield-shaped cask of greasy chitin, lobed and crescent form, rising to either side of the central mouth orifice in twin bosses or stubby horns. The eyes of the thing were completely inhuman, swollen structures of many-faced ebon crystal, glittering with bloodlust, and, instead of a mouth, the monster had a drooling slit which worked to and fro obscenely. From the corners of this repulsive orifice two-jointed, clacking mandibles thrust at me. They were as large as the arms of a full-grown man, ending in curious multiplex claws, which rubbed and rasped and clicked together in continuous motion. It was in the grip of the dexter mandible that I was held, writhing helplessly. The chitinous claw resembled the pinchers of a gigantic albino crab, with saw-toothed edges of durable horny stuff. The grip of the mandible was crushing, and I felt certain that the pinchers would have torn off my arm had it not been for the fortunate fact that the mandible had gripped me on the upper arm, just where I wore an armlet of heavy silver. Nyam screamed in hopeless despair as the stinking thing pounced upon us with a rush, seizing me in its foremandible. I, too, felt a moment of sickening despair as the exhaust tore me from the sticky web strand with a surge of irresistible strength.